Yes, a very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. I know there are so many of you out there just waiting for this moment when we can just place ourselves in the presence of the Lord at the end of this beautiful day and just give Him all the praise and the glory. Now oh, we love to spend the time just praying the beautiful psalms of the church. Somebody yesterday sent me a message to say, Father, the psalms are so beautiful. And it's lovely when you introduce them and tell, tell us what the psalm is going to be about. Well, we'll try and do that. But thank you very much for joining me at the end of the day. I hope you've had a wonderful, wonderful day. It's always lovely to be with you as the sun sets. Well, you know, we're having meetings at this time, trying to find ways and means of uh, uh, making Radio Veritas financially self-sustainable, and we'd love your thoughts, your ideas, above all, your support. But if you can't help us financially, at least do pray for us that all our efforts will be successful so that we can continue to bring you the good news for a change as the sun goes down. Welcome to the program. My name is Father Emil, and let's place ourselves in the presence of the Lord and begin by asking the Lord to be with us. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
I will make you the light of the nations to bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. Start with Psalm 71 about the royal power of the Messiah. They opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh, we read in the Gospel of Matthew. O God, give your judgment to the king, to a king's son your justice, that he may judge your people in justice and your poor in right judgment. May the mountains bring forth peace for the people and the hills justice. May he defend the poor of the people and save the children of the needy and crush the oppressor. He shall endure like the sun and the moon from age to age. He shall descend like rain on the meadow, like raindrops on the earth. In his days, justice shall flourish and peace till the moon fails. He shall rule from sea to sea, from the great river to earth's bounds. Before him, his enemy shall fall. His foes lick the dust. The kings of Tarsus and the sea coasts shall pay him tribute. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall bring him, bring him gifts. And before him, all kings shall fall prostrate. And nations shall serve him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I will make you the light of the nations to bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. The Lord will save the poor. From oppression, he will rescue their lives. For he shall save the poor when they cry, and the needy who are helpless. He will have pity on the weak and save the lives of the poor. From oppression, he will rescue their lives. To him their blood is dear. Long may he live, and may the gold of Sheba be given him. They shall pray for him without ceasing and bless him all the day. May corn be abundant in the land to the peaks of the mountains and may its fruit rustle like Lebanon. May men flourish in the cities like grass on the earth. And may his name be blessed forever and endure like the sun. Every tribe shall be blessed in him, and all nations bless his name. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone works wonders. Ever blessed his glorious name. Let his glory fill the earth. Amen.
Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord will save the poor. From oppression, he will rescue their lives. Another canticle comes from Revelations chapter 11 about the judgment of God. Victory and empire have now been won by our God. We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who are and who were, that you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath came and the time for the dead to be judged, for rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints, and those who fear your name, both small and great. And now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives even unto death. Rejoice then, O heaven, and you that dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Victory and empire have now been won by our God. Our Gospel reading this evening taken from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 21, verses 20 to 28. Jesus said to his disciples, When you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, you must realize that she will soon be laid desolate. And then those in Judea must escape to the mountains. Those inside the city must leave it. And those in the country districts must not take refuge in it. For this is the time of vengeance, when all that scripture says must be fulfilled. And alas, for those with child or with babies at the breast when those days come. For great misery will descend on the land and wrath on this people. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive to every pagan country. And Jerusalem will be trampled down by the pagans until the age of the pagans is completely over. 
and there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars. On earth, nations in agony, bewildered by the clamor of the ocean and its waves. Men dying of fear as they await what menaces the world, for the powers of heaven will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to take place, stand erect and hold your heads high, because your liberation is near at hand. Well, we continue the discourse on the, the last days, and uh, of course, it's we've been hearing about uh, the, the all sorts of things that are going to be happening in the last days, and how uh, we are called upon to witness to Christ. And today, Jesus really speaks about <laughs> that terrible moment that's going to take place when everything comes to an end. As you know, he was talking in the year 33, in the year 70, St. Mark was writing his gospel, in the year 85, Luke was writing his gospel, and uh, some of the things that Jesus predicted had already come around, come about. When Mark was writing his gospel, the, the, the temple in Jerusalem had been destroyed and overrun by the, by the Romans. So the destruction of the temple had already taken place. And so when Luke writes now, he's really writing uh, after the destruction of the temple. And so people were still in those days living in some kind of, what shall I say, quandary, fear about what had happened. They knew what had happened. They knew that the Romans had overrun Jerusalem and that the temple had been destroyed and so on. But they were still expecting the clamor of the oceans. They were, expect they were still expecting the folding up of the world. And and everything that Jesus had predicted had, had, had come about, except this final moment when everything was going to come to an end. And so there was still a fair amount of fear in the hearts and the minds and lives of people in those days, in the year 85, when St. Luke was writing his gospel. But Luke is writing to give encouragement to his people. He says the end is going to come about. You know that Jesus predicted the destruction of the temple. And Jesus is predicting here that the sun and the moon and the stars, nations are going to come, we're going to come falling down. The nations are going to be in agony, bewildered by the clamor of the ocean. Men will be dying of fear as they await what menaces the world. All these things uh, uh, instill a tremendous amount of fear in people as they look not look forward to, but as they hear that the heavens are going to be shaken and they will see then the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with great power and great glory. But then notice how Jesus gives encouragement and how St. Luke wants to even give encouragement to his people. He says, don't be discouraged. Stand erect. Hold your heads high because your liberation is near at hand. And I think those are words we should not forget. We can always say the world is going to come to an end. When? I don't know. Nobody knows. Only God knows. And Jesus has made that quite clear. 
So don't believe any false prophets, and there are lots of them around today, starting this church and that church and making all sorts of prophecies. I say, don't believe. Just let them go around and let them just do what they want to do. Don't believe. Don't follow. Leave them in their whatever you want to call it, their misery, whatever. Nobody knows when the end of the world is. You cannot predict it. It's in God's hands, in the Father's hands. All we can say is we need to be ready for that moment when the Lord says, this is it. But what's going to happen when the Lord says, this is it? Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Your liberation is near at hand. Stand erect. Hold your heads high. Jesus is giving confidence to his disciples. He says, don't be discouraged because the world as you see it is going to come to an end. All the wonderful things that we've been working for, striving for, building up on earth will all come to an end. But, and remember this, that the whole of creation is groaning to give birth to a new creation. And that is the hope we must never lose sight of. Forget about the world crumbling and the stars falling and the sun falling out of the skies and so on. Just see that the world in which we live is going to be recreated. It's going to become a brand new world. And that's what we must look forward to. It's like when we look at our own lives. We are going to live our lives. We're going to come to an end. We're going to die. We're going to be buried or cremated or whatever it is. But we have our eyes on the resurrection, and that's what lies ahead, and that's what gives us hope. When Jesus died and was buried in the tomb, no one had ever risen from the dead. Jesus did. And it says, if you follow me, you too will rise from the dead. And that's what we need to treasure in our minds. Never, never forget the resurrection. The resurrection for us today is as definite and as sure as the sun that rises every morning. That's my faith. That's our faith in God. That even though the world might crumble and fall and disintegrate, what will come to birth is a whole new world. And that's what we look forward to. We look forward to the resurrection of the dead into a whole brand new world. So in these last days of the liturgical year, we are reflecting a lot on the eschatology, the last days, the last things, the last things that are going to be happening. As the liturgical year comes to an end, we reflect on what will happen at the end of time. But don't be discouraged at the disintegration of the world, at the disintegration of life and your life and my life. But let's keep our eyes fixed on Jesus Let's keep our eyes fixed on the resurrection. Let's keep our eyes fixed on the new heaven and the new earth that's coming to birth today. And I want to say that this new heaven and this new earth that's coming to birth comes to birth when we love, when we show mercy, when we show compassion, when we involve ourselves in service and do all the sorts of things that Jesus did, then a whole new world is already coming to birth. And then we don't have to be afraid about the end times because we are already ushering in by the things we say and do the new world that Jesus ushered in and spoke about. Mm -hmm. 
The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Fresh and green are the pastures where he gives me repose. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my shepherd, and there is nothing I shall want. The Lord is satisfied and filled with good things those who hungered for justice. Another beautiful song of Mary. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord has satisfied and filled with good things those who hungered for justice. Now let us lift up our hearts in thankfulness to God our Father, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual gift. Lord, bless your people. Father, look on Pope Francis, presently visiting our continent in Kenya. Look upon our bishops and all Christian leaders. Sustain their faith, their love, and their courage. Almighty God, we pray for our country, South Africa. May it promote justice and brotherhood in the world. And we pray for all who live the Christian life. Father, look on them with kindness and See in them the face of your beloved Son. And remember those who have consecrated themselves to serve you in the religious life. Enrich them in their poverty. Love them in their chastity and lighten their hearts in obedience to you. And then, Lord, give rest to those who have died in Christ. For with you there is mercy and fullness of redemption. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We beseech your mercy, Lord, as we offer you this evening praise. Keep our hearts always engaged in meditating on your law and grant us the light and the reward of eternal life. And we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may, 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 may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go to the mountains. 
reflection on the gospel as suppose, but a lovely way to end our evening prayer. Thank you very much for joining me in this program as the sun sets as we've prayed the evening prayer of the church. So from me, Father Emil, it's get home safely, stay home safely, and have a wonderful, restful evening. From me, good night and God bless. <laughs>